Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Democrat. Hungry Democratic Congresswoman, that would be Abigail Spanberger and her Republican challengers, called off. Two women and two men have been found dead in a Dale City home. I'm Dick Iuliano. Asian stocks higher, gains on Wall Street Monday trading. It's 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. There have been more strikes today in the northern part of the Ukrainian capital, Kyiv, targeting energy infrastructure. They come a day after waves of suicide drones rain down across the country. The State Department says the U.S. will take action against companies and nations working with Iran's drone program. The BBC's Hugo Bachega is in Kyiv. We had a statement from the U.S. State Department saying that Iran's supply of these drones to Russia violates UN sanctions that ban Iranian transfers of certain military technologies. And we're hearing Ukrainian officials call for sanctions to be imposed on Iran because of this support that's being provided by Tehran to Russia. Early in-person voting is underway in Georgia, site of a tight Senate race. CBS's Nicole Killian has more on Republican Senate challenger Herschel Walker, who displayed a badge during his recent debate with incumbent Democrat Raphael Warnock. Walker defended his performance, saying it was an honorary badge from a local department. Which is a legit badge. In a new interview, the GOP candidate also acknowledged for the first time that he wrote a check for the woman who claims he wanted her to have an abortion more than a decade ago, but denied that's what it was used for. Is that your signature on the check, though? It could be. It doesn't matter whether it's my signature or not. Yes, that's my check. The House Oversight Committee says Secret Service agents who stayed at Trump hotels were charged, quote, exorbitant rates, all paid for with taxpayer money. CBS's Scott McFarland with the numbers. For four years, according to the committee, including for several months after Trump left office, the Secret Service made 669 payments to the Trump Organization, totaling more than $1.4 million. Former NASA astronaut James McDivitt has died. CBS News space consultant Bill Harwood says McDivitt had quite a career. McDivitt commanded the Gemini 4 mission in which Ed White became the first American to walk in space, one of the truly seminal missions in the history of the U.S. space program. He went on to command the Apollo 9 mission that tested the Apollo lunar module in Earth orbit. That, in turn, paved the way for a test flight around the moon by another crew, and then the first lunar landing by Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin 
in July 1969. McDivitt was 93. Some residents of Michigan's Upper Peninsula digging out after a heavy snowfall. Bob Richards with the city of Ironwood's Department of Public Works. We didn't expect this much heavy snow because along with the heavy snow, we had branches down all over. President Biden says 8 million people filed applications for student debt cancellation during the government's soft launch period over the weekend. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. Research shows listeners prefer a personalized experience. So to help you remember, Liberty Mutual customizes your home insurance. It personalizes ad for Amber. Who Melissa from Michigan. I work an extra part-time job serving lunch at my child's school, but I still can't afford to put food on our table. Daniel from California. Choosing whether to pay the rent or pay to fix the car to get to work doesn't leave us with much at all. Now we can't even pay for meals. Hunger is a story we can end. End it at feedingamerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. WTLP at 303. Good Tuesday morning, October 18th, 2022. Welcome into WTLP. It'll be partly to mostly sunny today, breezy, a bit chilly. The high of 55 is as far as we're going. 51 in our nation's capital now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early Tuesday morning ride. Topping the local stories we are looking in for you this morning, we begin with D.C.'s Attorney General reportedly moving full steam now. Full steam ahead with the investigation into the Washington Commander's team owner, Dan Snyder, and the NFL. From workplace misconduct claims against the team and its management to allegations over ticket sales practices, the team has been under the magnifying glass at D.C. Attorney General Carl Racine's office. Now the Washington Post citing someone close to the investigation is reporting that the AG's office may be close to taking action. The person saying the moves will make Snyder, the team, and even the NFL accountable for their actions and prevent Snyder from not testifying or dodging subpoenas, the source told the paper. Snyder and the team have denied a majority of the allegations that have been made. It's unclear what action the Attorney General's office may take. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. A man is dead. Two others are in the hospital this morning after being shot in southeast D.C. last night, Monday night. Police say it all happened around 8.30 in the evening on Congress Street Southeast, just blocks away from the Congress Heights Metro Station. When officers arrived on scene, they say they found two people suffering from gunshot wounds. A man died on scene. A D.C. fire and EMS spokesperson says this morning a second male was also taken to a hospital in critical condition. The police say another man who was also wounded in that incident walked apparently into a nearby hospital for treatment. The shooting remains under investigation this morning. WTLP News time now 305. Four people have been found dead this week in a Prince William County home Monday. And what the police chief says is an apparent case of domestic violence. Police found the four gunshot victims, two women and two men, inside a Dale City home in the 5200 block of Mansfield Court. Police Chief Peter Newsham says the Monday afternoon discovery was quickly followed by a man taken into custody. Uh, shortly after uh, the officers arrived on the scene, they were able to stop a person of interest. Uh, that person is being questioned, and preliminarily, we believe this is a domestic. Chief Newsham says police recovered a weapon. Investigators began questioning the man in custody and planned to search the home and talk to neighbors. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. WTOP at 3.06 Tuesday morning. Campaign 2022 continues on WTLP this morning. New from the campaign trail. Looks like the debate for Virginia's 7th Congressional District is now off this morning. 
We would have seen incumbent Virginia Democratic Representative Abigail Spanberger square off against her Republican challenger, Yesley Vega, who's a member of the Prince William Board of County Supervisors. The organizers say they worked hard with the campaigns for both candidates, but it ended in an impasse over security concerns and disagreements over the proposed moderators for the event. The debate had been scheduled for October 21st, later this month. WTOP at 307. Traffic and weather, that's coming right up. For federal cybersecurity professionals, the mission is clear. Defend U.S. government networks, data, and people. As a leading American cybersecurity company, Fortinet Federal is focused on trusted cybersecurity for government everywhere you need it. Prepare your agency for what's next with integrated solutions that scale, secure, and simplify to your IT environment. Explore innovative and advanced cybersecurity options at FortinetFederal.com. That's FortinetFederal.com. You're with WTOP and Dean Data is at the core of your mission. It's the fundamental building block of every process, procedure, and protocol across your agency. And when it's exposed, lost, or stolen, your mission is at risk. In today's world, when your data can be accessed from anywhere, shouldn't your security be everywhere? Learn how Netscope helps federal customers keep data secure from the data center to the battlefield, on-prem or in the cloud at Netscope.com. Netscope, security that's ready for anything. From Washington to Kyiv, updates on Russia's invasion of Ukraine, 24-7-365-103.5-FM-at-WTOP.com. It is October 18th. Good Tuesday morning. Welcome in this early 3 a.m. hour to WTOP. Glad you're with us. 3.08, the time exact. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Rich Hunter in the WTOP traffic center. Hi, good morning, Dean. They're just about done picking up the work on the inner local lanes as you cross the Woodrow Wilson Bridge. They're back on the Maryland shoreline near I-295, so should just about have all lanes open there. Good news. Uh, rest of the Beltway, though, still have a lot of work out there. Outer loop between Pennsylvania Avenue and Ritchie Marlboro Road. Exits 11 and 13 still getting by the work zone. Two lanes left. For now, just a brief slowdown, but again, as more folks start to get on the roadway, that could change pretty rapidly. We will keep you posted. In a loop, as you head through Tyson's from 123 to the Dulles Toll Road, right lanes get you by. Then as you approach and pass underneath the Georgetown Pike, headed toward the GW Parkway, two right lanes get you by there as well. Out of loop, coming across the American Legion Bridge into Virginia, through the bridge at Georgetown Pike again, single file left past that work zone. The exit that takes you toward the GW Parkway and Georgetown Pike remains open. Uh, beyond that, the next work zone closes the ramp from the outer loop to go west on 66. Posted detour will move you further south to Route 50 to work your way back. On 66 itself, as you approach and pass over the Beltway, still getting by that work zone, single file to left again. This extends out to the Dunloring Metro. And keep in mind the exit that would take you to the outer loop and outer loop express lanes blocked as part of that work. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking the cold as it's making its way on in. We're talking the coldest air of the season by far as we make our way into our Tuesday morning. Temperatures in the upper 30s to low 40s in most locations. High temperatures only in the low to mid 50s during the day on our Tuesday. Wednesday morning, many areas could see temperatures near freezing, and some of you have a freeze watch in effect. Highs in the mid 50s during the afternoon. Thursday, once again, low to mid 30s for morning lows on Thursday morning. I'm going for a high temperature of 59. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Right now, it's 52 degrees. Dupont Circle, 45 in Germantown, 50 straight up in Annandale. 
We are down to 51 again in our nation's capital. 3 a.m. hour, Tuesday morning, October 18th. This check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. From Washington to Kiev, updates on Russia's invasion of Ukraine, 24-7-365, 103.5-FM and WTOP.com. The very latest in just moments, Tuesday morning on WTOP. Don't go away. WTOP and Silver Diner now bring you free lunch Friday to thank you for listening to WTOP, whether you're at home, at work, or on the go. Three winners every Friday. Enter to win free lunch courtesy of Silver Diner, and plan your next luncheon with up to five additional guests. There's something for everyone at Silver Diner with over 100 menu items, including vegan and gluten-free options and your diner favorites. So don't miss out. Enter to win today at WTOP.com. Search free lunch. You're with Dean Lane on WTOP. This is WTOP News. WTOP News Time 311. Good morning. Turning on to the latest in the war between Ukraine and Russia, Russian forces have again used Iranian-made kamikaze drones in attacking the capital city of Kyiv. Several are reported dead in another barrage. As Moscow continues, it strikes against Ukraine's infrastructure and civilian targets. It was just last week, you'll remember, a missile barrage in several parts of Ukraine killed at least 19. 28 drones in all were spotted above Kyiv, and Ukraine's Air Force actually managed to shoot down some of them, but others apparently broke through. This morning, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green with more force on what exactly happened. What you're hearing is a Shahid-136 drone. This is one of the variants that Russia got from Iran and are using to target civilians. Yuri Inhat, he's a spokesperson for the Ukrainian Air Force. He said they shot down actually 37 of these, and this is 85% of those that attacked Ukrainian cities from the south. I'm told another eight of these drones were shot down over other parts of the country. Russia also launched attacks in the western part of the country using other types of weapons. But what's going on in spite of all of this, Ukraine is continuing its offensive in the Kherson region. And there are reports they may retake that area very soon. JJ, is there a fix for defending these drones? Yeah, there is. There are fixes. The advanced missile systems like the NASAMs from the U.S., the IRMS-T from Germany, these counter-weapon systems. But the ingenuity from Ukraine is leading the way. There have been numerous reports. There was some that came out, trickled out before this, but they really became very prominent. People simply shooting these things down. When you see one on the ground... It's not very robust. It's not very, shall we say, well-made. We know that there are connection and connectivity problems with these things. They're not very durable. So it's possible to take them down. Russia's ordered something on the order of 2,000 of these things, most likely because they were cheap, but also because they're hard to detect and hard to shoot down. That's the real Achilles heel of this whole effort, is that there never really was a way to deal with this kind of drone. The U.S. experienced that problem when it was fighting against an ISIS in Iraq and Syria. But they are working on this, and Ukraine is most likely to be the beneficiary of this. With the latest of the war between Russia and Ukraine, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green talking with Sean and Hillary. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Oh, hello. When was the last time your health plan listened to your needs? I mean, really listen. Meet Optima Health, your new kind of friend. 
With Optima Health, Northern Virginians have easy access to services like our 24-7 nurse advice line and a dependable customer care team that's ready to help answer your questions. Go to OptimaHealth.com and meet your I'm All Ears friend. Offered by Optima Health Plan. Here's Mario Orsini, Associate Director of Security with Raytheon Intelligence and Space. October is Cybersecurity Awareness Month when we focus on safer, trusted, and more secure online experiences. At Raytheon Intelligence and Space, every day is about cybersecurity. We break the definition of cyber defense, hiring the sharpest minds, using our understanding of how actors think to actively hunt threats, and designing one-of-a-kind, never-been-done-before solutions to protect our nation's most vital infrastructure and our way of life. Visit rtx.com slash cyber. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Good Tuesday morning, October 18th, 3.15, sports time indeed. Here's Mr. Rob Woodford this early morning. The Capitals scored in the opening seconds of each of the three periods and scored four unanswered in a thrilling 6-4 victory over Bruce Boudreaux's winless Vancouver Canucks. Alex Ovechkin had his 398th career multi-point game, tallying two goals and two assists. And Connor Sheary told NBC Sports Washington. We just came together after the second. We knew we needed more. You know, they got that lucky bounce in the first that got their momentum. They scored on the power play. I think we just needed to stick to it. We didn't play a bad game overall, but we just needed to give that little extra, and um, I think we came on the third and executed pretty well. Shiri's goal held as the game winner in what Peter Laviolette called the Caps' best period of the season. They'll look to take that momentum into Ottawa Thursday night. The Washington Commanders announced Carson Wentz underwent successful surgery on the ring finger on his throwing hand. He will immediately begin rehab, and the team did not provide a timeline for his return, but multiple reports have Wentz sitting out four to six weeks. And it's worth noting that while it is not as important as Wentz's health, part of the trade compensation going to Indianapolis could be lessened by this development. The 2023 draft pick in the deal will be a third rounder if Wentz plays less than 70% of the snaps this season. Monday Night Football went to overtime in Los Angeles, and former Washington kicker Dustin Hopkins' 39-yard field goal was the difference in the Chargers' 1916 victory in a game that saw the two teams combine for 19 penalties, totaling 240 yards. ALDS Game 5 in New York was rained out, so the winner-take-all game between the Yankees and Guardians is rescheduled for a 407 afternoon start. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Alrighty, thanks Rob. As always, 316 on WTOP. Among the top stories we're following for you this 3 a.m. hour, Tuesday morning, October 18th on WTOP, D.C.'s Attorney General plans apparently to take action against Dan Snyder and the Washington Commanders. The Post reports this week that Carl Racine's investigation into the team is apparently almost done. Four people were found shot to death locally in a home in Dale City Monday afternoon. Police have recovered a gun and are interviewing a person of interest. And the Secret Service was charged exorbitant rates when it stayed at hotels owned by the Trump Organization while in the line of duty. Documents from the House Oversight Committee show the total added up to almost $1.5 million, despite claims by Eric Trump over periods of time that the agents were staying for free or at cost. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories. Health news of interest this morning. Hearing aids are now available over the counter. Look at the box. If they are regulated by the FDA, it will say over the counter on it. Barbara Kelly is with the Hearing Loss Association of America. And also look for return policies. She says hearing aids aren't like glasses that impact vision immediately. You need time to adjust. Your brain has to adjust. All these sounds are being amplified. So make sure there's enough time to try that hearing aid and see if it works. Also check whether they require another piece of equipment, such as a smart Smartphone. Christy King, WTOP News. 
Good Tuesday morning, October 18th. Welcome into WTOP. Time now, 318. Traffic and weather on the 8th. And when it breaks, Rich Hunters in the WTOP Traffic Center. All right, the work on the inner loop of the valley and the local lanes across the woodrow Wilson Bridge picked up and cleared. All lanes are open. Still working on the outer loop, though, between Pennsylvania Avenue and Ritchie Marlboro Road. Two left lanes get you past the work zone. Delays have been brief. Uh, inner loop in Virginia between 123 and the Dulles Toll Road. Two right lanes get you by as you approach and pass Georgetown Pike. Headed toward the GW Parkway, two lanes to right get you by there as well. On the outer loop, however, as you come across the American Legion Bridge and continue to a point underneath of Georgetown Pike, again getting by single file so that's that works on. The exit that takes you toward the GW Parkway and Georgetown Pike remains open. Again, just be careful approaching. Uh, Maryland, 95, northbound, approaching the Baltimore Bellway, southbound as well in each case. Two lanes to the left get you through those work zones. On the southbound side, the ramp to the inner loop is closed. On the northbound side, the ramp to the outer loop is closed. 270 south, approaching 85, Bucky's Town Pike, exit 31. Single file left past the construction. Beyond that, you look good. All the way down to the Beltway in Bethesda. On the Virginia side of 95, northbound approaching Route 1, Spotsylvania, exit 126 near mile marker 125. And again, between Centerport Parkway and Route 630, Stafford in each case, down to a single left lane to each of those work zones. Good news is uh, the total tr stops that they were doing between midnight and 3 a.m. have been completed. So now it's just a matter of time uh, to work your way through those work zones. And again, the heavier volume was in the work zone up in Stafford County as a result. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4 tracking the cold, making its way in. And we are going to see the coldest air so far this season. Temperatures in the morning hours starting off in the upper 30s to low 40s, but warming not all that much, only into the low to mid 50s. Same deal on Wednesday, but even colder in the morning, some areas close to freezing. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Hammer. We're at 52 degrees at Reagan National this morning, 49, BWI Marshall, 46 at Dulles. We are at 50 degrees straight up now in our nation's capital. This check brought to you by Lynn the Plumber. Trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber. WTOP. At 320, good morning. With a siloed approach to security, agencies often find they're unable to handle the changing nature of today's threat environment. To keep pace with dynamic attacks and ensure greater peace of mind, agencies are on the lookout for more centralized visibility and quick resolution of their security issues. Trellix is at the forefront of the XDR revolution, pioneering a brand new way to bring detection, response, and remediation together in a single living security solution. Learn more about XDR. Visit Trellix.com. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. This is WTOP News. President Joe Biden this week unveiling the new student aid government websites for those who are trying to get up to $20,000 worth of student loan relief. He also revealed 8 million Americans have apparently already applied as the site was being beta tested. You'll be able to fill out your name, social security number, date of birth, and contact information. No forms to upload, no special login to remember. It's available in English and in Spanish on desktop and mobile. It takes less than five minutes. The plan is being challenged by Republican-led states, allowing for $10,000 in federal student debt cancellation for people with incomes less than $125,000 a year or $250,000 for couples. Federal Pell Grant recipients can be forgiven an additional $10,000. This morning, CBS News anchor Lilia Luciano talks more about the president's announcement with CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarlane asking about the president's critics who say this whole thing will cost way too much green. 
This has been something they've been arguing over several weeks since this was announced, that this is an investment that will reap benefits for America, for the students whose loans will be partially forgiven, and for incentivizing college attendance, college enrollment, that in the longer term, it pays off. In the shorter term, it's hard to ignore the likelihood that this will add to the national debt or will add to government spending at a minimum. There is certainly a political reality here. I wouldn't ascribe campaign motives to this speech necessarily, but we're in an election cycle. The president's party needs young turnout. There was abundant young voter turnout in 2018 in which the Democrats scored big victories, won control of the U.S. House, made big inroads in state legislatures. His party very much needs that in the home stretch to the midterm elections. That's right, Scott. I mean, from Anthony Salvanto's uh, polling, what we've learned is the Democrats rely heavily on this, uh, you know, on younger voters, and this is obviously a program that is popular among them. Uh, but the White House press secretary was asked why the president is not campaigning more. This is the kind of message that Democrats need to be spreading around. Is there a sense that the party will push the president to campaign more, or that the president could be uh, perhaps a, a liability if he shows up too much uh, along with uh, with candidates. Yeah, there's two things at play, I think, Lilia. Let me address the first issue. There are many political careers that have died when those politicians hooked their hopes and fates on young voters. It is unpredictable, fickle group of voters that comes in waves and sometimes goes in waves. That being said, in the first midterm election of a president's first term, there's only a select group sometimes of incumbents who want the sitting president to be there on the campaign trail. Historically, that first midterm election goes against the party in power, against the presidential incumbent. So sometimes scarcity is a good thing. Mm. But there are areas of the country where the president will be well suited to be a surrogate. We'll see him go to Florida to campaign on behalf of the Democratic candidate for governor there, Charlie Crist. There'll be spots, but there'll also be spots where each party's nominee wants leaders in their party to stay away. There are Republicans who want former President Trump to steer clear. There are Democrats who no doubt want the current president to steer clear. That's just a normal rhythm and normal reality of a midterm election. CBS News Congressional Correspondent Scott McFarland. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Perfect time now, Tuesday morning, October 18th. Welcome in. It's 325 Money News. We bring you each half hour at 25 and 55, a preview of your business day now from Bloomberg this early morning on WTOP. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. The week is off to a solid start on Wall Street with stocks posting their best gains in two weeks yesterday. Sustaining the rally may be another matter. As we've seen more than once in recent weeks, big one-day gains in the market are often followed by equally big pullbacks. The Nasdaq led the way higher yesterday, climbing nearly 3.5%, even as Bloomberg Economics saw a 100% likelihood of a recession in the next 12 months. Coming up today, the first of several housing reports due this week. The National Association of Home Builders Index of Builders Sentiment is expected to show a decline this month. MasterCard is launching a service that will let consumers buy and sell cryptocurrencies through their bank accounts, enabling hundreds of finance firms to offer crypto trading for the first time. The service, called CryptoSource, will debut next year. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Larry Kofsky on WTOP. 
I say a little prayer. Walk on by. Raindrops keep falling on my head. Burt Bacharach hits top the charts for decades. Now, Mark Morris Dance Group returns to the Kennedy Center to capture the pop legend's songs with exhilarating choreography. Don't miss action-packed dance, live music, and hit after catchy hit. Burt Bacharach himself says the look of love is just what the world needs now. October 26th to 29th. Tickets at kennedy-center.org. You're listening to WTOP News. Get the top news of the day straight to your inbox. Sign up for WTOP's breaking news email alerts. Go to WTOP.com slash alerts. 327, we check the world of